Uh, this morning, for our mutual encouragement, uh, I would like to take a look at a passage. Matthew chapter 26. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 26. It records the prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the Bible, it mentioned many times, Lord Jesus Christ would, would pray. Um, maybe early in the morning, go out to pray into the wilderness, go up to the mountain to pray, even for the whole night before, um, before electing the 12. Um, there are many instances that records Lord Jesus Christ pray. But this particular instance, it records not only his prayer that he went to pray, but the content of his prayer. Right? And then it was written out for us to learn about his prayer and to imitate his prayer. Matthew chapter 26, verse, starting from verse uh, 36. 36, um, so let's, let's read this passage together. Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, all the way to 46. Does everybody have NKJV? Yeah? Most people, you do? Okay. So wait for everybody to get there. Matthew, first book in the New Testament. 26, verse 36. All right, looks like we are mostly here. We are here. Okay, 36, 1, 2, 3. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. 37. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. 38. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. 39. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. 40. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping, and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? 41. Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. 42. Again a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. 43. And he came and found them sleep again. For their eyes were heavy. 44. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. 45. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. 46. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. This is the prayer at Gethsemane. The prayer of Lord Jesus Christ is a, it's, it's the most important prayer, I feel, in the history of mankind. That, that he, Lord Jesus Christ, in this prayer, you can see he's submitting to God's will and take up the cross, complete it, and fulfill God's plan of salvation. In this prayer, um, there are a couple of things that we can learn. And I think 
we often talk about these things, but hopefully we can truly, truly use these words to reflect upon ourselves, because it will make a difference. It will make the most important difference. First of all, you can see Lord Jesus Christ. He understands the will of God. Right? He understands the will of God for his life. He knows it is the will of God for him to carry that cross, to to die for for the sin of mankind. He knows it very very clearly. What needs to be done, even though it is difficult decision, even though it's suffering, but he knows this is the will of God for him. Sometimes, in our life, especially you'll be making many very important decisions in your life, especially concerning in the future. Especially you are not quite there, but some of you may be there in the time of marriage, right? So when you are thinking about marriage, do you feel that is your decision, or do you feel that is God's decision? Even in the future, when you're deciding to have children, do you feel that is your decision, or do you feel God has a say in the matter? There's one sister I remember. She she was she was sharing with me, you know, after you know we visit them, and then you know they have a son about the age of of my son. We should, they should play, pray together, and we were talking about you know how how did it came about when you plan to. Have children, but actually, she said, after she got married, she said to her husband, "We don't want to have children. <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> for whatever reason, because you know, see, maybe like other children misbehaving in church, or the burden financially, or there's a lot of things probably she wants to do. But but she made up her mind. I do not want to have children. Yeah. Okay. So so that is the decision that has been made, right? But one time she was talking to a more To a more senior sister than her, like a 大姐姐 and、uh, she respect that 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 sister a lot, right? And then she was, you know, maybe that 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 big sister was carrying her and says, oh, you know, you are married now. What's your plan, right, for having children? And then she says, I have made up my mind. I will not have children, right? And then the that sister say to her, well, have you pray about this? Right? Have you pray about this? Because you know, on on our journey. All along, whenever you come with a big decision, right? Even in RE, you know, when come a big decision, like what school to go to, who to marry, maybe, right? And then we pray about it. We put it in our prayer to ask God for His guidance. Now, having children or not, this is actually a really big decision, right? Why are you kind of just making it yourself, right? The big, the big sister never tell her you should do this or you should do that. Ah,、uh, you should have children. You should have two children, right? How can you? How can you have no children, right? You got to bear godly offspring. The the big sister didn't do any of these, right? The big sister was saying, "Did you try to find out what is the will of God for you, right? Did you try to find out what is the will of God for you? Because this sounds like it's your own will. You just make up your mind, right? It could be the case God's will is for you to not have children. It's possible, right? For you to dedicate your life to serve God, just like Paul, right? He's not married at that time. He's not trying to get married or have children because he dedicated himself to serve God. Is that? Do you think that is the will of God for you, right? So, so maybe pray about it, right? Put it in your prayer. Find out what the will of God is, right? Find out what the will of God is because a lot of times, automatically, we just have our own will and we just go with our own will, and we we do not stop 
to counsel what the will of God is. And if you take a look at the history, that continued to happen, right? They, they, they just feel, well, we can do what we want to do, and we don't even need to consult about the will of God. And then one of the examples that come to mind is, after defeating the Jericho, right, they feel good about themselves, right? God is with us, we'll surely become victorious. And what about they stumble on the next one, right? The city of Ai, it's a small city, no problem. Let's just send a few, few men there, we can capture the city, no problem, right? And they were defeated. They did not even consider to call out to God, asking God for his guidance, because they feel, we can handle this. This is my decision. No problem. So that's where the problem is. When we think we know the will of God, or we don't want to listen to the will of God and just kind of do our own will. So without consulting God, what is the best for me? Right? Where should I go next? I think for many of you, that is the, this is a lot of uh, major decisions for the rest of your life. Right? Where where to go for school, right? Who to marry particularly, right? This is huge, huge, huge influence for the rest of your life. Do not make this decision just by yourself. I mean, of course, your parents, your preacher, they have a lot of advice to give you, right? I, but most importantly, find out what is the will of God for me. Where does God want me to go? It can be a place where it's difficult and it's suffering. Just like Lord Jesus Christ, he knew, at least he knew. He knew for sure, where does God want me to go, right? And then, he, then there's the next step, right? But if you don't even know where the will of God is, or you don't care where the, what the will of God is, then you just go your own way, right? And when you go your own way, at the end of the day, you go a lot of detours, downfall, divorce, come back, and then, well, that's the reality of things. Didn't know the will of God. First thing. So you know, find out the will of God. I, well, I don't need to tell you how to find out the will of God. That's not what people say, right? What is the will of God? You know, it's funny. This, this, this sister, she wanted a divorce. And then she say, you know, I tell her, right, well, she's like my mom's age. Her son is older than me. So I, as, a, as a son, like a, not a son, but as a, like, a, like a younger person, right, I'm just trying to you know, tell her. I still need to tell her what is right. Like, you know, the Bible, your husband is not like having an affair or anything like that, right? I mean, yes, he's an unbeliever, but... You know, you, you still should work it out, try to, you know, how can you bring him to church, you know, if this, yeah, if you, if you divorce him. But, which, but then, the, you know, the reality is, is that, oh, you know, I don't think it's the will of God for me to continue to suffer in this marriage. God will not be like this. Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, yes, I mean, it's, it's suffering very much. It's, it's sure, it's true. But sometimes, right, sometimes really, like, God has suffered, Lord Jesus Christ has suffered so much, right? And sometimes you are in a very difficult situation of your own making in the first place. Who does he do? But, but. In that difficult situation that you are in, right, what, what is the next step? That sometimes it's very, very challenging. It's very difficult. 
Like, what is the next step? Should I continue in this? Well, I mean, she has endured for a long time. That's, that's for sure. Uh, no, it's not like she, you know, right away want to. But let's not talk about this one anymore. What I wanted to say is, sometimes we have our own will, right? And then we sometimes even convince ourselves that what I decide is the will of God and refuse to listen even to preachers, right? Even to other people. We just say, this is the will of God. But actually, right? Actually, we really need to find, with the heart of humility, find out what the will of God is, right? With a clear mind. By praying, then, and that's what we can do. Actually, the most important thing to do is really by prayer and find out the will of God. Speaking of marriage, one more time. I, I, I remember this preacher, elder at that time, he, he was telling us, we have a, Sometimes, right, there's maybe like a particular brother will come to, up to him and, and say to preacher, you know, he's like, elder, I think that sister is, is my wife. God's, uh, God's uh, you know, God's, God's matching us. Because when I pray and I think about that sister, I was so moved. <laughs> and then the elder is like, okay, I mean, okay. Um, I, it's, I think it's the will of God. <laughs> The elder go and ask the sister, do you feel anything for this brother? She's like, no, 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 please, no. I don't feel anything at all for that brother. Right? So the elder may come to a conclusion. Actually, that movement did not come from God. It's just your own thinking, you see? It's just your own thinking, maybe, for whatever reason, right? I have a crush on her or something. But the reality is, coming back, a lot of times we misunderstood the will of God. Not because God does not want to show His will to us, but because we have our will is so strong. We did not deny ourselves. That's why the first... <coughs> That's why the first step to take up the cross is what? Is to deny yourself. If you don't deny yourself, how can you take up the cross? You will have so many reasons from yourself says, well, look at that person. He's not taking up his cross, right? Look at that person. Oh, Jesus would not be so unkind to me. He must be so loving, right? He carried the cross already. I don't need to do anything. You will come up with so much reason if you yourself is not being denied. You will not be able to see the will of God if you do not deny yourself. Sorry. So only when you deny yourself, then you can come to an understanding of the will of God. And when you do, the next step is, is also very much important. The next step is to submit to the will of God. And you can see, you know, even Lord Jesus Christ himself here, he identified as the will of God, right? But he also knows what his, his own, his own uh, will is, right? He can separate the two. I think that's the, sometimes the problem. You have your own will, but then you think that is the will of God. But here it says 39, right? Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. When we come to pray, when we come to pray, I think it's very much important to distinguish 
what is your will, and then be able to let it down, put it down, and be able to uphold the will of God, and be able to submit to the will of God. It is so important, right? Nowadays, youth, I think the one of the biggest, biggest, biggest challenge is marriage, especially even, even among church, you see marrying Gentiles, right? Right away, you know this cannot be the will of God. Right? Cannot be the will of God. But people are not willing to submit themselves to the will of God. Let me come up with many excuses. Oh, you know, there is not a match for me in the church, right? They are not as, I don't know, highly educated or not as something, 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 right? They don't match me. That's why I have to go match the other people, right? I, I find my match outside of the church. But the reality is, if you're taking a look at those criterias, right? A lot of time you're using worldly criterias. Maybe not you personally, right? But eventually, maybe you get to that age. But trust in God. God will provide. Trust in God. God will provide. But for yourself, what is the will of God? Do you, if you realize this is not the will of God to continue in this way, then it's very much important to submit and to follow, not as the will of men, not because, you know, preacher tell you not to do it, but because you in your prayer, and then you realize this is what God is guiding me. God does not want me to go down this path. Then we say, okay, I will submit. According to my will, I want to marry this person, even though he's a Gentile. But not as I will, but as you will, O oh Lord. It's a simple prayer. Very simple prayer. It's very short. In fact, Lord Jesus Christ, he prayed three times. He said this three times because it was difficult. Right? Lord, not as my will, but as you will. But the reality is many of us cannot do it. That's the problem, isn't it? Right? We speak so, so many sermons, the downfall of... Uh, even yesterday, we didn't talk about that part. Where's the Nehemiah? Let's take a look. What do they do with people who marry Gentile? I dare not bring it up during the sermon. But now I'm courageous. <laughs> where, where is it? Let me see. Where do I see it? Oh, 13 verse 25. So I contended with them and cursed them, struck some of them and pulled out their hairs and make them swear by God. You shall not give your daughters as wife to their sons or take their daughter for your sons or yourselves. So if you marry Gentile, the preacher should go and pull out the hair of your father, right? <laughs> because they marry you to the Gentile. The, the funny thing is this, or oh, I wouldn't say it's funny, this is a serious situation. In that generation, there's uh, Nehemiah and there's also Ezra, right? So this thing happened, Nehemiah went and pulled out the hair of these people. What did Ezra do? He pulled out his own hair, right? So, so it's a very different way of uh, facing the same situation. But the reality is true, right? This is wrong. 
in the eyes of God is wrong in the eyes of God. I mean, as preachers, we cannot force you, right, not to marry the Gentiles. But we have to tell you, right, this is wrong. And we have to tell you, please pray about it. Please put it in your prayer. If you truly put it in your prayer, and you truly see this is not the will of God, why do you continue to do it? Why do you continue to sin against God? How can you pray to God and say, Lord, you are almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are the creator. You are the Lord of my life. You died for me. But I don't want to listen to you. Please let, me, let it be according to my will and not your will. If we cannot do this prayer, if we cannot have this prayer, it's a, yes, it's a very difficult prayer, but if we can do this prayer, Lord Jesus Christ gave us the example, right? And he was willing to help us too. He is willing to help us too, even given us the Holy Spirit. Right? The Spirit is willing to, for the flesh is weak. Yes, our flesh is weak. Our flesh has our own will and our own desires. But if we pray hard, yes, we can. You know, moved by the Holy Spirit, being filled by the Holy Spirit, willing to commit ourselves to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, then we can follow His will. We have to follow His will. And it starts off with us. You cannot force other people to follow the will of God. How can you force them to follow the will of God if they're not willing, right? But if start with yourself and then they can see, hopefully. Right? Because as, as we see, right, in the church, really, that is a very big challenge facing the youth today. They, not so much they don't know the will of God, but they refuse to submit themselves to the will of God. If you go through the RE for 12 years, right, you know what is, you kind of get an idea of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in the eyes of God. You know, it's not like you don't know. But the, 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 the challenge is, can you submit yourself to that? Are you willing to submit yourself to that? If you find it difficult, pray like Jesus do, right? Pray hard. Pray for God's help. Pray and talk to God. Yes, it's very challenging. But not according to my will, but according to your will. Okay? Let's come up to the front and pray.